You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, Friday morning. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. So the uh, Super Bowl is in the grasp of the Jets' hands as they have signed another player, Quincy well, Patton. Who, no, uh, Quentin Patton. Quentin Patton. Right, Quincy and Nunwa they have. Now they've got Quentin Patton. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up, Jerry. They've got to be the only team in the history of the NFL that have had two wide receivers with a Q to begin their name. That's what you gotta thought of all morning? got to be the only one. That's what I came up with. <laughs> that's what you Well, I was thinking, thinking also, like, what type of T-shirts could we get made up? Q-tip Q-tip. Squad. Q-tip what are you calling squad. it? Well, I was just, uh, you know how they say there's no yes. bad ideas in the beginning, Jerry? I was yes. just thinking of things. Just throwing stuff up against the wall. Yeah. We discussed yesterday, see what sticks. You know, or take, like, that video game Q-Bert, but Q-Bert, put their no. faces on it because Q's. I mean, you're assuming this guy's going to actually make... I do, yeah, I'm assuming that, yeah. Right, because he's had a great career so far. Well, he's, listen, he's not had the best of situations. Now he's going to another (laughs) terrible situation. Came from the Niners. Yes. Wide receiver, Jerry. You might be right. Maybe he makes something of this and he becomes their number two or three guy. I bet he goes in the locker room first day, goes up to Anunua, is like, Q, fist bump. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. Now, if we hired a guy named Al, would you do that? No, but Q is a unique. There's not many guys are named Al these days. Right, but it's not an insane name starting your first name with Q is very unique. It's very unusual. I do agree with that. Yes. Then I see uh, this kid from Wisconsin, this basketball kid, uh, NCAA or Jerry. Yes. uh, Nigel Hayes. Yep. Uh, Not a fan of New York city. Well, neither am I. Yeah. So, right. But I, I kind of feel like it's one of those things like you've been in New York for many years, some 20 years, Jerry, I've been here 16 years, uh, working. So we're allowed to criticize, the uh, cities where we live and work. He doesn't like that there's trash everywhere and it's dirty. He's right. He didn't even mention rats, which are he hasn't all even over seen the place. Yeah, right. We should take them down to our street down here. Yeah. What do you think of that? This did somewhat remind me of when we were doing Super Bowl week down in Houston when Craig opened a Monday morning show yes. saying that Houston was a trash city. Yeah. And then that was on the news locally in Houston. Well, and in, in Craig's uh, Craig's point was expanded upon. I mean, he talked about it for he the did. entire opening segment for the he most did. He part. Got, he got into Nigel it. Nigel Hayes was essentially asked, what are you doing in your free time? Are you going out? Yeah. To where he said, no, it's dirty, it's cold, <laughs> and there's, there's too many people. Too many people. So I totally I actually understand what he's saying, especially if you're not from an area like this. I only wish that Nigel could be here in the summer when the rats are running the streets, because in the winter they tend to hide, they're in the garbage bags. We don't see them nearly we as much. We don't see them no, nearly as much, Jerry, but in this, uh, I'm going to hope he comes back for the summer. I don't think he will. Do you think most people have that impression when they come to New York from, like, say, a Wisconsin, where they're like, 
Like uh, uh, Nigel says, you know, I watch these movies and I see New York in the movies and it yeah. looks very glamorous. And then I come here and there's trash everywhere. Well, and but dirt. Los Angeles looks very glamorous, too. And unless you're on Rodeo Drive, you can find parts of L.A. that are disgusting, right? Yeah, yeah I think that of any uh, right. town. Oh, I, yeah, every I mean, town has bad does spots. Does New York City have that type of reputation? I guess so. I mean, I do know this. Being around all these smaller towns the last 10, 11 years it's been with traveling with these teams – you go in some of these, and I say quote-unquote cities, they're really towns. They're so small. There's nothing to do except go to a movie, go to the neighborhood Applebee's or Chili's, or go eat. But I wonder, this must be the reaction to a lot of kids who come here to play uh, against any of the local New York you know, college teams. And they come here into the city and see this and think, oh, I, I really thought it would be much better. I suppose. Than what this it's is. It's still a big city, and I think most cities are I think most cities are like this, but then again, maybe not. I, I think you're right, because I'm looking to plan a vacation, and every type of city I think of, like I'm like, oh, you know what would be cool? Seattle. But could be a dump. Let Who me knows? ask you this. We were in San Francisco. I happen to like San Francisco a great deal. Was San Francisco spotless? No, it was filthy. Right. It's a big city. Tough to clean. Doesn't surprise me at all. Now, you got the story. I don't know what the story is. Christy Yamaguchi and Nancy Kerrigan? Yeah, well, they uh, were uh, ice skaters together, and they were younger, Jerry. Well, Nancy Kerrigan now is on Dancing with the Stars, which I, I know you... <laughs> now I know where we're going. <laughs> I, I know you DVR that. I do not. Probably. I'm sorry. After The Bachelor ended, you were like, what else could I watch? No interest. So she's on Dancing with the Stars, so they're very friendly, this uh, Christy Yamaguchi. So she tweeted out to Nancy Kerrigan, wishing her luck, and she tweeted... So excited for you. Can't wait to see you grace that ballroom floor, break a leg. Which is a saying, I guess. Yeah, of course it's a saying. But well, tell me she had a problem with that. No, no. She didn't have a problem okay. with it. But people thought it was somewhat interesting. Break a leg. I mean, that is used in Hollywood anywhere. But not to someone who actually got their legs uh, attempted to be shattered I, by I, another yes. I get it, but what is Nancy Kerrigan doing? She's on TV. She's in Hollywood. She's dancing with the stars. Go break a leg. Where did yourself. that come from? What? Break, break a, a leg? I, Jerry, it would have been good if you would have researched this before you thought to say it. Jerry, good luck with your update this morning. Snap your neck. No, the point is you don't say good luck because saying good luck is bad luck. Oh, that's bad luck. So you say break a leg, obviously. Meaning don't break your leg. Or meaning good I'll luck. I'll take snap the neck. That's fine. Oh. That means I won't snap the neck. Hey, Al, have a good show. Die in a fire. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Uh, uh, Eddie, appreciate Eddie, that. Eddie, that's a bit much, dude. Oh. <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> you should never say that, yeah. you moron. <laughs> Good luck this morning. God. Hope you crack your back in half. Yeah, but, so, no, they're still friends, and uh, Nancy Kerrigan them. had a good LOL. By the way, did you see, speaking of tweets and stuff that gets out there that's no good, did you see what Bernie Kosar said? I did. I mean, Well, good. he's kind of strange I, I know, fellow. but there are some things that just are not in any way, shape, or form funny. When he was talking about Dwight Clark and revealing he's got ALS and talking about when he was a GM in the league. I mean, my God, to sit there and say, what did he say? Maybe he had the effects so of Bernie, it back then. I know he was kidding, but you can't say yeah, that. Yeah, Bernie Kosar went on a radio station in Cleveland. And he's called here a couple times a year, years ago, and it was very. I had a very strange yeah, I, people have him. wondered if he was drunk, if he was sick, if there was something going on. Right. Because he's, the way he speaks and talks, you almost sit there and say, 
what is this guy on medication or something? So I guess he went on a radio station in uh, Cleveland and was uh, brought up that Dwight Clark has a ALS, and then he said something like, "Oh, because I, I forgot Dwight Clark was a uh, was he I a GM? Yeah, in, I totally forgot for the that Browns. Too. Yep, I forgot. And Bernie made some joke about was did he ha- was he suffering from this when he was uh, the GM? Yeah, what I a mean, dope. And I, you know, and then all of a sudden, immediately apologizing. How about this? Yeah. Don't say it. Yeah. God, just stupid, stupid, Ooh, stupid. How about, how about Theo Epstein? Now, there are some honors you get where you scratch your head and say, really? Well, that's kind of cool. So Fortune Magazine put out their list of top 50 uh, leaders. Leaders, In yeah. the world. Mm. World's now, greatest leaders. The world's greatest leaders. Now, when you think of the world's greatest leader, going back to last year, because right, this is not right now. Right. So I think you would... I mean, what would come to mind? Like the president would come to mind, I'd give you mind, like right? an Obama. Right, that would come to mind. People bring up the pope. A pope. I'll give you a pope, Jerry. The pope finished third. Third place. Epstein was first. Nice. Now, they go to Joe Madden, the manager of the Cubs, uh, and he had this take. It's okay. The pope didn't have so, as, as good of a year as the baby would have said, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm all about the pope, too. Sorry, Pope Francis. But... <laughs> Right, and then he continued with this one. There's really no comparison. Has the Pope broken any 108-year-old curses lately? That's some other miracles. He may have, but we're not aware of right now. <laughs> so sorry, you lose. Pope he makes a out. good point. He did snap a 108-year uh, curse, and you had the Red Sox thing, so I guess you can make these. But he, Epstein had a great point. He's like, I can't even stop my dog from going to the bathroom in my house. How am I a leader? He's a better, the, the world's greatest leader. Where Jerry. do you think? The Pope. Where do you think LeBron James finished on this list? He's not a leader. He's a basketball player. No, he player. is a leader. And he's, he's in he the made top the 10. List? Yes, he is. Well, I saw the guy from Amazon uh, made. He was he two. Was, like, was number he not? Four. Oh, he was four? Something called Alibaba was second, which is uh, like sort of like the international. online? It's like the international version of Amazon, I think. Really? That guy was second. Pope third. Amazon guy fourth. And LeBron's ten. Ten? Ten. He cracked the top ten. Yes, especially after they won in Cleveland for the first time this year. We'll take a quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up in a few minutes here on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, welcome back. Boomer and Carton coming up just a couple of minutes. Xavier did beat Arizona last night, so uh, they continue the 11th seed. Gonzaga over West Virginia, Oregon, and Kansas with wins last night as well. The Nets. And by the way, if you listen to the show, there's someone here that told you the Nets would win. You had to take the Nets. Not only did they win, but after they played a garbage first quarter, they destroyed the Suns. So good for them. The Knicks lost shockingly there. And Georgetown fired John Thompson, uh, the third, and the Devils did lose. A couple of other quickies. The Larry Johnson story. I know we've seen this in the past, but it seems like it still has not been resolved this outstanding dental bill that he has. Yeah, he has a $2,700 dental bill. Yeah. Now, they don't say what he got done. They're not allowed, according to the story. Oh, they're not allowed. That's right. HIPAA laws. It was kind of weird. Like, his lawyer came out and somewhat said in a roundabout way, there's any Knicks fans out there that want to help Larry out. Yeah. Pay this bill off for him. Seriously. This is a dentist. I'm sure he's doing fine. See, if you did that, Jerry, you'd probably get in the newspaper. Do what? Not you pay, pay my bill? No, no, no. You pay Larry Johnson's dental bill. You're an attention whore. Why don't you do it? <laughs> no. Make it as a podcast thing. There back. you go. Oh, a podcast. Like, I go with Larry to the dentist the way, and we pay the whole, bill off. And that's a whole show for you and Paul. Why wouldn't the dentist just go, okay, listen, Larry, get me a whole Nick uniform and ball and I put it in my lobby where people are waiting to get their teeth done. We call it even. It's not like a $20,000 bill. It was it's $2,700. $2,700. Yes. I do know How that. How about he just pays his bills? Or that. 
He well, could do according that to one. the story, and I don't know how true it is, he's not exactly in the best financial shape. That's and accurate. That's why well, it works then, for the next. Then that's why he's not paying his bill. <laughs> o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton. Flashback. It's Friday. Holla! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show, Flashback Friday. For today's flashback, the guys get a phone call from the great Chris Mad Dog Russo. True story. Once upon a time, Boomer hosted an NFL preview show alongside the Mad Dog, called In the Huddle. The show ran from 1998 through 2002. So by this time, Boomer had already been well acquainted with the Mike and the Mad Dog superstar. Russo, known for being a high-energy, off-the-wall personality, calls into the show and does not disappoint. So we take you back to when Boomer hangs up on Russo, July 7th, 2008. Hold on, I got your, your boy on the hotline right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Russo. He'll, are you on the air today, Chris, or not? I sure am, Craig. How are you today? I'm buddy? doing good. You're all, how hey, many Chrissy, hours of tennis you? will we get today, by the way? Uh, you know what? Uh, they are going to be annoyed, Spitz and Chernoff, but I'm going to tell them right now. I am not leading with the Mets, and I am not leading with freaking that little stupid gardener getting that base hit. We are leading tonight. Well, at 105 with the tennis, whether they like it or not, so they can just put that in their little pipe and smoke it. Greatest match you ever saw, right, Chris? Uh, yeah, I probably got to say that. Uh, I mean, uh, it, uh, you know, I was rooting hard for Federer. Uh, I thought that uh, if you ask me the, the difference, I think... Hold on one sec, Chris. Boomer, wake up. Boomer, wake up. Oh, man, I'm Boomer, we're talking. Boomer. So could you Boomer. wake up? I thought it was a nightmare. Boomer, 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 let me tell you something right now. You know, that was a lot more exciting than watching you throw picks to Troy Vincent against the Jets. The <laughs> At least I was out there playing, dude. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Boomer and Carton Show producer, Al Dukes. I think uh, Boomer worked with Chris Russo on uh, something called Inside the Huddle, which was some sort of football show. I think uh, Boomer and Chris Russo got along quite well uh, during that In the Huddle era. I don't imagine them fighting about anything. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember them even speaking to each other in the hallways. Better ask button pusher Eddie Scazzeri. He was around that old uh, WFAN in a story a lot longer than I was. Oh, there we go. And I'm watching you, and watching you, still limbed, leading the leading the Bengals to two field goals against him. Good talking to you, Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> Chris, we're on at one today, one oh five. It's all Wimbledon, so, so there you go. I'm riveting. You and he still have a little thing. I can tell. I love Chris, man. As you hang up on him, it at, is so uh, much fun in the morning. Right I tell you, you know, yeah, I, you I, should be clear about the fact that Boomer pushed the button. Oh, I got no problem with that. <laughs> button. I haven't touched a button since I've been here. <laughs> now, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, I work with Chris on Friday nights, and I don't know how that guy did it. You know, he did five and a half hours with Mike and then did two hours with me afterwards. That guy is an uh, amazing radio personnel. Boomer and Carton Show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. Boomer and Chris Russo did a show for, I don't know, four or five years on Friday nights. It was a syndicated uh, show 
through Westwood, kind of like Boomer still does his NFL preview show. Boomer and Dog always uh, got along fine. You know, they would just go back and forth and fool around. But, you know, Chris, uh, for all his craziness, he really doesn't take himself all that seriously. And so they were they just had a good time and, you know, no hard feelings. And it was all good between them. You think he'd be upset if we brought that show back, but it's me and you? Probably. You think that'd be a problem here in the building? If I did that show again, I'd want right. to do it with him. As you should. You guys had, what, five years you guys did that show? It was great. It was a lot of fun. That's nice. Way to be home team player there. Boom. Sitting five feet away from me. If I did that show, I'd rather do it with Chris than you, Craig. I mean, that's what I come to work. Listen. I mean, you want want to go out in a bullpen and talk behind your back? That's all well. No, no. That's all well and good. (laughs) If I did that show again, I'd rather do it with Chris than you. Okay. Well, at least I told you right here. No, no, no. Okay. I just keep it real. I'm making a note to myself. Note. Keeping it real. Brute, (laughs) Judas, Uh, Boomer, in the great line of backstabbers. All right, Chris, go ahead. That's it for part one of Flashback Friday. Wow. Oh, 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 and there's more. Oh, keep going. For part two, we have one of the funniest moments in the show's history, at the expense of the Mad Dog. It's Mad Dog at the Movies, April 29th, 2010. Yankees played the middle game of three in Baltimore. And the captain has a base hit and an RBI, and the Yankees have an 8-1 lead. Eight, three, the now, you final. know what superhero was always overrated, of course, was Daredevil, right, guys? <laughs> Would you go see Daredevil? Which one is that now? That's Ben Affleck's new movie about the guy who's a blind crime fighter who turns into Daredevil. True story? No, it's a fiction. It's a, a whole fiction. Uh, I pro- you know what? I, I would not be my first choice. Come back. True story. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Play it again. I mean, this is one of the great, great moments in fan history. Play it again. Boomer and Carton Show producer, Al Dukes. I'm not too sure if Russo really believed that Daredevil was a real thing. I think in this interaction, he honestly was not paying attention to Mike. And Mike asked him if he was going to go see Daredevil. I don't think he heard any of that. He just knew that there was a question. I don't know that he would believe that Daredevil was an actual person. I think he was just not paying attention to Mike at the time. Russo was always the guy in the hallways at WFAN where the guy you heard and saw on the air was the same guy that was roaming around in the hallways. He might stop by my office while I was having a turkey sandwich and really break it down. Now, what do you got there? Turkey. And then when you go lettuce, you go no lettuce. What is that? A whole wheat roll. Do you go white bread? Are you watching your carbs? What do you go? Chips or those barbecue chips? Like he would break down my lunch the same way he would break down, you know, a play in the Yankee game from the night before. Would you go see Daredevil? <laughs> Which one is that now? That's Ben Affleck's new movie about the guy who's a blind crime fighter who turns into Daredevil. True story? No, it's a fiction. It's a whole fiction. Uh, I pro- you know what? I, I would not be my first choice. True story. You go through your head. That's like you Iron Man. I can't wait to see story. Iron Man. Got terrible reviews. Did though. it really? Yeah, I got terrible. Hey, is that a true story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true story. Are you that stupid? There was once a... What? Penis. What? His name was <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> they made a movie about him. Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah, you, you can't make stupid like that up. Boomer and Carton Show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. Dog, you could get to believe almost anything if you presented it in the right way. So it doesn't, you know, shock me when Mike was saying, oh, have you seen this movie? And of course, Chris is thinking that Mike's not going to go see like a superhero movie. And so he just assumed that true story, true story, guy flying around. So, yeah, Chris was uh, the king of sort of mixing uh, metaphors and. Uh, we have one, and I think we have a cut of it, saying, oh, it lost a little mustard. That game lost a little mustard. Meaning it lost a little luster. It lost its luster. But he would just combine and metaphors and mix and match. You know, uh, all's well that ends okay, or something like that, he said. All, all's okay if it ends well, and it looks like it has. You know, much hubadoo or... Much hubadoo, and much, to me, made about nothing. Which was a combination of uh, hullabaloo and a hubbub. Hubadoo is what he came up with. Bottom line is, though, that Russo, and especially when he and Mike were together, they are two of the all-time greats and you know that might be the greatest pure sports talk show of all time uh in my humble opinion uh, yeah russo radio genius uh and especially when he was combined with mike really kind of untouchable <laughs> amadeus was about five <laughs> it was once a <laughs> penis his name was Johann Sebastian Bach. They made a movie about him. Amadeus. Oh, my God. Oh my God. So what? Hey, Daddy, uh, well, well, who's the movie Amadeus about? Oh, Sebastian Bach. <laughs> What about underdog? Is that real? So the dog talks? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You cannot make it up. I told you, you can't invent stupid like that. Alright, are we done? We're all good? Yes, Eddie? Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. 877-337-6666. And there you have it. Just a few fun times inspired by the legendary Chris Mad Dog Russo. That'll wrap it up for this Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo. And you, stay classy. If you enjoyed this segment, please do us a favor. Tell your friends! Tell your friends! Expertly produced. And now, an Al Duke's classic. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 h
You better know it from the very start Or Pitt will leave you with a broken heart Sanchez, listen what I'm telling you Keep it away from Palomalu Throw it deep or a screen Or to Edwards a slant You think you'll fool him But I know that you can't So if you don't want to cry Boo-hoo Keep it away from Palomalu Hey, hey he likes to run around, yeah. He'll pick you off and knock you down. Sanchez, let me put you wise. Throw it at any other guy. Here is what he looks like, in case you don't know. He's got big hair and his hair still grows. So just remember what I'm telling you. Keep it away from Palomalu. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. Whoa, 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 hey. Just keep I'm it hey. away. Whoa, 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 hey. You'll know hey. what he does. He likes to run around, yeah. He'll pick you off and knock you down. Sanchez, let me put you wise. Throw it. At any other guy now, here is what he looks like. In case you don't know, he's got big hair and his hair still grows. So just remember what I'm telling you. What's that? Keep it away from Palomalu. Yeah. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, whoa.